הרי אני מקשר עצמי לכל הצדיקים האמיתים שדרנו וכל הצדיקים האמיתים שוכנע אף הקדוש משבר עצמה. הוא יבחן רבנו הקדוש צדיק יסוד עולם נחנה ומקור חוכמה. רבנו נחנה נפג עם שמחה נא נח נח מנח מאומן. ואיכותו תגן עלינו על כל ישראל אמן. ברוך השם. Starting a new section, a section that deals with uh, conversation, stories, ideas, that are relating to the Rebbe's lessons and stories. We're going to discuss a new subject, uh, things that have to do with certain lessons, maybe different stories that happened, that now Rabbi Natan is going to bring down in this section. We're going to start off with a very special one, lesson 131. Uh, something pretty incredible that sets us up for the rest of this section. Um, that is actually a, a pretty big introduction, a fundamental in understanding the works of Rabenu. If we need to understand something before you study any lesson of Rabbi Nachman, this is it. So let's hop right into it. Rabbi Nathan says that when I wrote before him the lesson, which starts with the words, and these are the laws. Um, that lesson, lesson 10 of Likutei Mo'aran, as we know the way it used to happen, was Rabbeinu used to give the lesson in Yiddish, and Rabbi Natan used to transcribe it in Hebrew after he heard the lesson. If Rabbeinu was giving the lesson on a certain Chag, Rabbi Natan would go that Motzei Chag and write the lesson down and uh, try to recall word for word what he had written, and then come back to Rabbeinu with the, with the uh, lesson written in Hebrew. Rabbeinu would add or omit things, um, subtract whatever it is that he saw fit and uh, that's the way the lessons were written so when Rabbi Natan wrote lesson 10 of the Luke Moran before him which starts with the words which starts with the verse and this is the way it starts the lesson um, it begins like this lesson when there are judgments God forbid on the Jewish people through dancing and and through clapping one's hands. Funny enough, I think, if I'm not mistaken, the way it's written in the lesson is uh, clapping from hand to hand. Here, I think Abinatan omits the last two words. If I'm not mistaken, I could be wrong though. It could be written just like this. But uh, if that is the way, if uh, what I said is true, then of course there are intentions for this. So, when there's judgments, when there's decrees on the Jewish people, by dancing and clapping one's hands, one creates hamtakat adinim, a sweetening judgments. One is able to alleviate these decrees. Amarli, as Rabbeinu was teaching this lesson, he said, This is what I said. Now we hear decrees, God forbid, falling upon the Jewish people. And now the days of Purim are drawing close and are nearing us. Because this lesson was given right before Purim. The lesson was given in the winter of uh, the year 5563, the year 1803. This was just shortly after Rabbi Natan drew close to Rabbeinu. Um, this was just a few months after Rabbi Natan drew close to Rabbeinu. Uh, Israel, and uh, sorry, this, was, uh, this lesson was given in the town of Terovitsa, where Rabbeinu used to do it, used to make his uh, visit, used to visit uh, occasionally the Magid of, uh, of Terovitsa, the great Sadik, the saint of uh, Terovitsa, the uh, what do you call it? Uh, Rabbi Akutiel. His name was Rabbi Akutiel. He was the oldest student of Rabbeinu, a very big, very big Sadik. 
who had such bitur to draw close to Rabenu at his old age, and when Rabenu was already in his late teens, this tzaddik who was in his 60s or 70s, if I'm not mistaken, uh, became a student. Come to show you the level we're talking about Rabenu and the greatness of Rabenu students, that they weren't just simple stamp people. This was a magid we're talking about here. A magid is a title that is only given to someone at a very, very high stature. And he was a massive Tamid Chacham, a, st- a friend of the Bar Shem Tov, an old friend of the Bar Shem Tov, if I'm not mistaken, and a uh, very, very, uh, very, very wise man, a very big tzaddik, and of course, very humble person to come close to Rabenu at that age. And it's a beautiful story how he drew close, but not for now. But uh, so Rabenu gave this lesson in that town. Rabenu was giving this lesson. He had a conversation, he was saying this. As the days of Purim are drawing close, the Jewish people will dance, they'll clap their hands, and because Purim is a time of joy, they're going to clap and dance, they're, they're going to clap their hands and dance, and by doing this, they'll alleviate the judgments. Rabenu gave a lesson explaining how by clapping and by dancing, one is able to sweeten the judgments and the decrees on the Jewish people. Rabenu repeated and doubled his words. He, he said it again, and he said it like this, with a full mouth, with a conviction. This is what I've said. Rabenu was declaring that now I'm, now I'm saying this and this is it. Rabenu's intention by doing so, by saying this, by saying it like this, and by teaching us this idea. Uh, that this is what I said, by Rabenu saying, this is what I said, and by explaining that whenever the Jewish people are going to enter Purim, they're going to clap and they'll dance, and dance, and leave the decrees. Rabenu was teaching us something with his intention. His intention was this, to awaken our hearts, so that we know and that we understand that all his words, the words of his Torah, that all the words of Rabenu's holy lessons, even though they have great depth, and they're very profound, and they're awesome, and they, they hide very lofty secrets and uh, mysteries that are very deep, deeper than the sea. With every single word that he's saying, his main intention, Rabbanu's main intention, Rabbanu's main desire was that we should listen and accept his words, his holy words in total simplicity. Rabbanu's lessons, Rabbanu's teachings have infinite depth. You can bring the Torah, you can bring the Torah of the Ari Akadosh, the Zohar, and all of these things are all hidden in Rabbanu's Torah. All of this is all encompassed within the Torah of Rabbanu. Rabbanu's Torah encompasses everything. Uh, look in the introduction of the Kutumoran. Rabbi Nathan explains that we think that the, we would think surface level that Rabbanu is coming to explain the Zohar and this and that. No. Rabbanu's Torah is so profound and so all encompassing. It includes the Zohar. It includes the writings of the Ari Kadosh. It includes the Midrashim and the Torah Shabbat Peh. Rabbanu is saying, Rabbanu, uh, Rabbanu said about his Torah that every single lesson that he ever gave can traverse all the Torah Shebaal Peh, the Midrashim, um, the Zohar Kadosh, the writing of the Ari, uh, the Sodot of the Kabbalah, and of course all the Sfarim of the uh, all the Sfarim that we know. Just in one lesson. So imagine what we're talking about here. That Rabbanu is saying, that Rabbi Nathan is saying that yes, Rabbanu's words are beyond profound. They go deeper than the sea. They, they are so vast. You cannot even begin to touch their, their, um, 
their greatness. And yet what the main thing that Rabbeinu wanted, the main, the main thing, the deepest intention of all was that Rabbeinu wants us to fulfill what he's saying in simplicity. Lishmor, to guard the word. Lil'asot, to do them. Ulkayam, and to fulfill them. And called Torah to fulfill all of Rabbeinu's words, the words of his lessons, in simplicity and in wholesomeness and sincerity. And let's bring an example of this lesson that we're talking about here, lesson 10. That it says over there in this lesson that by dancing and by clapping one's hands you're able to sweeten judgments, right? Rabbeinu's deepest intention was the simple meaning. That we should reinforce ourselves ourselves, to be happy during the days of joy, for example, the days of Purim, the days of Hanukkah, the holidays that we spent, Yom Tovim, or Rosh Hashanah, or, or uh, what do you call it, Pesach, Sukkot, Shavuot, or a wedding, whatever the occasion is, all the acts of Simcha that we can perform in a mitzvah maybe, or all the, the Simcha, the happiness that is present within any commandment of Hashem. That what is commanding us we reinforce ourselves with great with great happiness. That we should get so happy that it awakens us to dance and to clap our hand. That's Rabenu's main intention with this lesson. By doing that in simplicity, the judgments are actually alleviated. They're actually sweetened. They're nullified. He because all the words of Rabenu's Torah don't exist in the heavens. It's funny, this week's parasha, Parashat Vayelech, uh, Nitzavim and Vayelech, Parashat Nitzavim, it explains over there that Torah lo bashamayim hi. The Torah is not in the heavens. You should not say, how is someone going to bring us up to the heavens to understand this Torah? Or how is someone going to bring us across the sea to understand this Torah? A person needs to understand that the Torah is where you are. The Tzadik Moshe Rabbeinu, he brings the Torah to all the levels. The Tzadik Ahmed Rabbeinu's job, Rabbi Nachman's job is to bring the Torah, the, level, the, the lessons that he's bringing, to each and every person, wherever he stands, whichever level he finds himself in. So we see here Rabbi Nathan's emphasizing this idea in the name of Rabbeinu. That Rabbeinu is teaching us the main thing is the simple devotion of what we're talking about in the lesson. The simple point. This is why the book Likutei Etzot is so monumental. Why when Rabbi Nathan was writing Likutei Etzot, how big of a change this was. That Likutei Etzot is the practical advice of each and every lesson according to subject. Likutei Etzot is written in alphabetical order, um, essentially choosing the subject that starts with the letter Aleph, for example, Achila, eating, and explaining how all, all the places in Likute Moran where Rabbi Nachman speaks about eating in his lessons. And there we see the practical advice of what Rabbeinu says about eating, how to eat in holiness, um, the eating of Shabbat, the eating during the week, fasting, all these things that Rabbeinu speaks about with regard to eating. And then we have another one, Emet, truth, where Rabbeinu speaks about truth throughout all his books in Likute Moran, Sichot Aran. And then emunah, faith. We see the importance here of the, the simple practical advice that we're talking about. The tachlis, what we're talking about here, the idea, the final point of what Rabbeinu is intending with the lesson, which is what the simple act, the simple performance of what Rabbeinu is teaching us. So we continue this. He called divrei. Rabbeinu is teaching us that all his words of his Torah are, don't exist in the heavens. One shouldn't say that nobody's able to merit this level to sweeten the judgments through clapping and dancing except those who are at a very high level. A person cannot say this. It's a sur. Rather, each and every single Jew 
Each and every individual within the Jewish people has this koach, has this strength, has this power that he's able to fulfill the word of Rabenu in its simplicity, in its simple, in its um, in its simple way. In truth and in uh, in wholesomeness, and so too with all the words that are mentioned in Rabenu's holy lessons, and that which is written in every single teaching, as Raminatan quotes from Pirkei Avot, page um, sorry, Perek Aleph, the first chapter, the seventeenth, um, saying that the midrash is not the study is not the main thing, but rather the action is. It's one thing to, to talk about it in theory, but the main thing is the practice. And Rabbeinu is teaching us that the main thing that he wants from us as a student is even though we don't understand, even though the, the lessons are beyond depth, the main thing is to perform the, to perform the advice in the lessons in simplicity. And, and um, pay attention with your eyes very closely, very well. And look, look properly within each and every lesson. And um, and one needs to use his heart to pay close attention um, in every single place of Rabbeinu's Torah to notice all the uvdot, all the acts that Rabbeinu is asking us to do. And so the advice that he's giving us, the musar, the the rebuke, the the piece of advice in Avodat Hashem, the awakening that he's trying to to build a passion within us. That emerged, that emerged, sorry, from there, from every single lesson, according to the simplicity of the words. And you have to beg Hashem that Hashem illuminate your eyes, that you should merit this vision, that you should merit this understanding to see the words of Rabbeinu and apply them in simplicity. To understand the words well, which means what? To practice them. To not just study the words, but to study them with the intention of applying them. Because all of Rabbeinu's words, may his memory be a blessing, are all needed and are necessary to act, to apply the advice, the good advice to serve Hashem. That's the main thing. To use the advice to serve Hashem. And even in the few places where a person might according to the first look and have a quick glance, he may not understand properly how the subject touches to uh, a certain act, how the subject is very practical according to the action, according to the simple level. Meaning even according to his level, he might know that there's an action that a very big tzaddik can do here, but it's very far from him. You know? Over there, within that place where you think it's not applicable to you, over there, there are awesome pieces of advice. And a tremendous awakening over there. That's that's uh, all in the that's all hiding. That enables you to return to Hashem from the place in which you are there right now. And if your eyes and your heart pay close attention, and they, they are in the proper place, it is certain that you'll find over there pieces of advice and ways and pathways that are beautiful, that are good according to your level. And this is the key. Because all of Rabbeinu's words, may his memory be a blessing, are all inclusive. They're, they're, they, they include all things. And each and every lesson encompasses the entire Torah. We mentioned above. 
each and every lesson encompasses every single person, every single, every single human in the world, no matter what level he stands in. Min alion from the highest point, from the man that stands at the highest spiritual level, until the lowest possible level. Meaning that with um, each and every lesson, each and every conversation Rabbanu gave, one is able to serve Hashem Barach um, at the highest level. And even the lowest Jew, even the lowest person, the person that stands at the lowest spiritual wrong possible, the big, the most wicked person, he too is able to return to Hashem, to find advice that applies to his soul. Through that Torah, that lesson that he's studying, within that lesson that he's in, because it's a wondrous, all-inclusive Torah. We have a teacher, a Rebbe like this, like Rabenu, who's able to descend to the person that is studying his book. Rabenu's lesson is able to descend so low to the point where each and every person finds himself. And Baruch Hashem, there's such pieces of advice that if we have the Emunat Chachamim, if we have the faith in the sages, we are able to become Tzadikim Gmurim. Rabbeinu said, with just one lesson, I can transform um, a person into becoming a Tzadik Gmur, a complete Tzadik. That means a person who's rid of the desires of this world, who has nothing of this world. He has no attachment to this world at all. He's completely... He, nothing can drag him down in this world. He's, he has no desires. He, it's, everything is for the sake of Hashem, for the sake of heaven. That God willing, Hashem give us the merit to attain this level. That we should all yearn for this. Because Ba'uch Hashem, we have a tzaddik who instills within us that hope that we too can attain something great as well. Hashem, we continue next lesson with, uh, next episode with lesson 132.